Hello, this is Lani's grandmother. I'm her Lola. It, and I'm just saying that it's good to listen to Pogi Podcast because if you like all the video games and all the culture and toys and all of that, then you're at the right place. Okay, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Am I famous now? All right, we're recording. How are you guys doing today? This is Pogi Tech Toys and Games, uh, and we're doing something uh, better today because we've expanded. So the first episode that you've heard was Jason and I, but today we have a new member of Pogi. Her name is Tina Burns. Hello. Woohoo! Go ahead and give your applause here. Now, uh, you heard Tina before because I was doing a little side podcast called Pogi Hangouts, where I just interviewed people around me and we talked tech, toys, and games. Uh, and Tina was my first, uh, my first interviewee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, people liked that one. You did really well. I showed you the message, or yeah, I heard that the my message. cousin did. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Jason or Jordan gave you a message too. I don't think I. He didn't. He didn't put it on the the app or anything, um, but he just said you did really good. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. It was a good conversation. So if they haven't heard you on the Pokey Hangouts. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself. So I'm Tina Burns. Um, I have known. Actually, I don't even know how long I've known Lonnie and Jason. Five years, six years, maybe something like that. 2014 for me, and I just remember that specifically because <laughs> it was that memorable. The yeah, and the time <laughs> when you came to my house and you made dinner, oh, and we tried, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you brought wine over, and yeah. I didn't have a wine opener. No, that was so sad. Mm-hmm. We, Wait, so she just came over and just made you dinner like there was no beforehand. She just showed up in your house. Yes, yeah, random stranger. We planned it. We pl- okay, I don't know. I thought that was like the first time that you guys met. She just you walked home and there's two that just oh. in my house cooking. <laughs> well, it was that year. That's oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I yeah. And I did. I did. Well, yeah. and I was like, I think there was, you were sad about something. And I was like, well, I got free time. I'm right. going to come over and make you dinner uh-huh. and that'll make you feel better. And then I brought wine. But you didn't have a wine opener. Mm-hmm. I, strangely enough, thought I had one in my car, which doesn't everybody have a wine opener in a car, but I didn't. I think we ended up using a screw. A screwdriver, and we just, but like, you, pushed the thing yeah, in. because you didn't even have a screw. You, We just had to use the screwdriver. Right. So <laughs> instead of, like, taking the cork out, we yeah, pushed it all the way in. in. Uh, and and we, you didn't even have food, though. Like, I had to see what you had in your house and kind of concoct something up. It was crazy. This is becoming a trend. So uh, everybody who's listening, uh, we're recording at my house today. And uh, I had to ask Tina for chairs because I only have one chair. I have a huge house. How many bedrooms? Four bedrooms. It's two story. A lot of room. Two chairs. Two chairs. <laughs> one for me and one for Ash. That's less than one chair per room. I don't know how you get away with this. I don't know. There man. are three people in your family, and you have two chairs. Uh, yeah, but one's not in a chair yet. Still, still, <laughs> would think we're gonna I mean, have to expand. You, how long have you been in this house? Since August. Yeah, that's enough time to get a third chair of some kind. <laughs> semantics, bro. It's all semantics. You should throw a house wing party. I'm gonna bring you some chairs. Yeah. That's what should have happened. When people ask what you want for your house wing party, just say furniture. Furniture. So yeah. we're gonna move out of this place. We're gonna get another place. Okay. So the next house. We'll get chairs. So chairs, okay, wine 
bottle opener. Wine opener. No, no, you have one now because I actually gave you one. She did. Uh, and I still a have a real one. And I then, used to break the tops off of mine when I back in the day because when you were young and being a bachelor and living by yourself, you don't have things. And so that's what I, I, I did. not have food or chairs, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So I had chairs. It works. I had I had I had some chairs, but yeah. I had no way to do. I got like a bunch of bottles of wine for presents for some reason. I don't drink that much either. I very very rarely drink. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, well, how do I open these things? And you know, I didn't have, think of the screwdriver. I had a screwdriver. I never thought of it. I was like, you know what? Just and I broke the top of the bottle off, which was bad. Yeah, that's in hindsight. That's but, probably bad. Mm -hmm. It's just a dare, you know, a little, little bit of danger in your wine. It's no big deal. When you're young and you're made out of rubber and magic, you can bounce back from like glass shards and things. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a great show ahead of us today. We do. Uh, we are going to talk about where are my notes. Those aren't my notes. All right, so work-life game balance. We're going to share with you guys some of the things that we do, uh, what we work, and the ways that we try to squeeze games into. Uh, our daily life. Mm -hmm. um, we're also be talking about uh, something that's very, very prevalent right now: Infinity War. Not, of course, the movie, but what precursed the movies when it came to uh, the toy lines coming out, actually spoiling them, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, you know, does this ruin the movie experience? You know, and you know, not to question the Goliath that is Disney and their team at far they're doing things, but yeah, it's it, it's. Uh, I know some fans are very, very like. I have some. I have some. Uh, some. Some things to say about that. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing we're going to talk about today is um, the three of us are obviously pretty big into nerddom. We're big fat geeks. Um, so talking about how we were, how we incorporated that, or introduced our significant others into that part of our lives. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. But before we do that, though, I know that Lonnie wants to address something uh, that we talked about in our first one. And kind of threw his uh, his wife under the bus a little bit. <laughs> See, I didn't know I was even throwing on her under the bus. So first of all, yeah. <laughs> I need to apologize to my beautiful, lovely wife, Ashley. Uh, in it, I said that I she told me that she was a gamer. Apparently, she didn't. Uh, this is so she didn't. She said that she didn't play Halo or Grand Theft Auto. And I remember because I was so excited to share the podcast with her. So. After we made it, we were listening to, listening to the podcast on the way home, and then that part comes up where I talk about how, you know, she's playing Grand Theft Auto and she's just jerking off on the cars, which she did do in front of me, in the game. So I know that she does that, but then she's like, "I never told you I played Halo," and I'm like, "Oh, I thought you did. Like, didn't your brother play it?" No, Sean never played Halo. It's Tony Hawk. Okay. <laughs> So I apologize. It wasn't Halo. It was Tony Hawk. Yeah. It's amazing how uh, your significant others remember those kinds of things. Yeah. Like Maria with me, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was a great thing back then. And she's like, no, it wasn't. I didn't say that specifically. I said this. And I'm like. They're just better at remembering they're better. things. You, they're so much So better. much better. You know, I take it as a compliment. You know, if someone would say, oh, Jason, you know, remember that time we did this? I'm like, well, I didn't, well, it wasn't me, but thank you for thinking of me. In that <laughs> for me, I just, I've been okay with just forgetting things just because I know Ashley's going to remember them for me. There you go. So then, you know. Well, that's just being lazy. I just say, ask Ash. <laughs> ask my wife. She'll tell you. Well, it's like having, you know, those those apps now that remember everything for you. Uh -huh. I mean, you get dumber as you get older. You know, like I remember back in the day, I had to memorize everyone's phone numbers. Back oh, in the day, I had to take Ginkgo Biloba. 
because that's supposed <laughs> to help you with your memory. Now I have an app on my phone there you go. that helps me with notes. Is I it just called Ginkgo? Isn't it Ginkgo? Is Ginkgo it? Biloba? No. Yeah. Is the app called Ginkgo? Oh, no. Ginkgo Biloba is like an herbal right, pill that we used to take. I'm going to Never mind. <laughs> we know what it is. She was, she was making it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> now I have notes on my phone gotcha. is what I was saying. Yeah. Now, Ash is kind of a gamer, right? And uh, so she plays The Sims, like hardcore. Yes. So she does too. So uh, I, have a, uh, I have a story about her playing The Sims that I'll talk about a little bit later. But... Uh, do you guys watch BuzzFeed at all? Of course. Yes. So, like the Try Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, he has a he has a. Wait, which one's Keith? The guy who always wearing blue with the glasses. Okay. Tall guy. I think it's his a, name it's is the Keith. Tall skinny guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he has he has a show where he plays Sims Four and he creates the Try Guys and all of that and it's like it's a very good segment, right? One of the episodes was user submitted. Um, so he was going to kill off the Try Guys, and he had, like, users or, like, viewers uh, come up with ways uh, that they would kill off the Try Guys, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching it. I'm having a good time. There was this one person who made their house, like, a maze of pools. So it was a pool, and anytime they had to use the bathroom, they had to, like, swim through this maze to get to the bathroom or if they were hungry they had to swim through this maze or go to bed they had to swim through this maze <laughs> and if they didn't make it they would die oh so just from going to the bathroom they would die well just well, if not they, not if be they going to the... get out of the maze well i mean that's that's where the sims fails real life I and mean, i was jumping the pool but, and just you, you gotta you gotta <laughs> see what it is because it's the <laughs> that's true <laughs> but then what about going to sleep or what about uh, eating okay true sleep think about that anyway so we're watching this and i'm just watching it and ashley goes shit that's so good <gasps> and i'm like what she's like all i did was just start a fire and then like close them off inside that room so like there's no doors they couldn't run away but ash was like feeding into this she's like man i like this her eyes were getting big and she was like how come i didn't think of that yeah and i was like man that's a terrifying thing because sims is a window sleep for a week after that Knowing that she was excited about killing off, because she doesn't know how to create a maze <laughs> of pools. A maze of pools. In yeah, house. she doesn't know how to build a maze Is that of pools. Why you I guess. Chairs, because you just have swimming pools everywhere. He's afraid she's going to build things around. He's going to get trapped inside. <laughs> He's going to die. Yeah. But right. no, that's that's an absolute thing. Because Maria does the same thing. She'll build like elaborate things and then kill everybody. And then yeah. she's like, ha <laughs> ha, and you're just like. Right. Mm. It's a window into their psyche sometimes, and it's terrifying. But at the same time, I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of. I mean, you know, that's one thing. You know, gaming. Uh, you know, the stuff that happens in games is. You know, as gamers, there's so many random things that happen. So many messed up things you can do. Um, you know, for me, you know, I can totally imagine Lonnie Ray playing with a uh, with Ashley, and she's jerking off somebody on on, uh, on the in Grand Theft Auto, and he's sitting there, going, "She's the one." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just be she's clear, because. You made it sound like she was jerking somebody off. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Not, not that way, but doing the motion. Game. She was doing the motion. She wasn't jerking somebody off. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Okay. And for those of you, please watch the first episode. This is so we can get repeat viewers. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. You'll understand if you listen to the exclusion. Exactly. Um, exactly. So talking about this, this is just a good way to uh, transition into how we introduce what we love, those the love of video games or love of whatever have you, to our significant other, right? So let me tell you my second sim story with Ash. Okay. So I uh, always wanted to build my own gaming PC. I eventually did it, uh, and um, at this point, me and Ash had moved in together. 
so I have this big like 18 inch tower, this monitor, I needed a desk and you know, all I had was like the small room that we that we had to like put it in. Took up too much space. Did you have a chair? <laughs> uh, you know, I, you'd have to ask her cause you know, I don't remember I don't things remember like things, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, um, so she told me that she played the Sims. So I put the Sims on it. I go to work and then I'm getting all these snaps, like playing the Sims, uh, or I'm so good at, you know, I, it's four o'clock. Haven't stopped playing the Sims. Right. And, uh, so she's like on my computer that I built, which I was very proud of and I'm happy and I'm proud that she's playing the Sims. Now I had by this time Sims 4 had come out. She didn't want that. She just wanted Sims 2 because we had the whole collection and that was the one that she played, I guess. So we're playing. So she's playing the Sims 2 and it has all the expansion packs. (laughs) Um, And then I remember coming home and then she'd be like, look at my families. And then she has like four different houses and then she's just like making like this family like mess with the other family. And stuff like that and i'm like and 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 I, I don't even remember like half the stories but that's like the that's like the cool thing about the sims right is once they interact with each other they just do all this weird dumb stuff and and that's that's the beauty of it right when i put sims in i'm like oh let's go ahead and create us so here's me i created you and then oh and then we have the dog expansion pack right sims sure. two pets why wouldn't you so i make our dog little lucy yeah. you know and then ashley's like Let's make them fuck each other up. So then, we're, <laughs> so then now, like, they're trying to mess with like the other people in the in the game. Right. I don't know. It was a great time. So uh, one of the ways that I introduced her, and I guess this is her introducing her geekdom to me, because I'm not a Sims player. I can't yeah. do it. I can't handle it. I don't yeah. even like my guy dies all the time just from peeing, or maybe not peeing. I don't know. There's not enough pools not to pee in. Pools. That's an oversight. Developers of Sims yeah. make that maybe he has to stand all the time because he too doesn't have a chair. That's true. Yeah. Fatigue but, in the legs, they just break and he just dies. But Ashley showed me the Sims, and for that, like I, I push her to play the Sims mm-hmm. more, just because I, I like, like she doesn't play video games, right? We know that now. Uh, but she plays the Sims, and she can go on and on and on, you know, like like days playing the oh, Sims. Wow. Okay. And that's why she won't because she doesn't want to get sucked in it's again. It's a time suck. But it's a little time sometimes suck. you just want to watch somebody play a video game, right? Right? Do you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right? Do you? Um, I do, but I don't like it's not like I want to. You don't want to? I mean okay. I do like I watch my kids play video games sometimes, but mostly because I'm waiting for them to finish so I can play. There you go. Right. Okay. There you go. So I guess I guess that's okay, but <laughs> Because I would like to see Ashley play more video games. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch her <clears throat> play The Sims. And, you know, and and The Sims is a great game, everybody. It is. No, I, it is. Yeah. I just don't know how to play it. So I want to watch her yeah. because she's such a pro. Yeah. Maria loves The Sims as well. You know, I have a fun real quick story for The Sims here, too. Yeah. So me and Maria are getting married this December. We're, we're finally tying Applause for that. <clears throat> um, so, you know, it took a long time for, for me to propose to her. Not because I didn't love her, not because I didn't know that she was the one. It's because I wanted to do it, you know, in my way. And because uh, I was flat broke for several years because working at GameStop, you don't pay a ton. And, you know, it's, it's hard to do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she was very, very patient, which, you know, I love her for. But she made The Sims, and she made me and her in The Sims. And uh, both our characters, she was trying to get them to fall in love. And the guy... Oddly enough, mirrored in real life wasn't popping the question. And in the Sims, things run in life pretty pretty hardcore. They, they run, they run, they live 
short period of time, depending on right. Uh-huh. And so my character finally decided he was walking up to the house with the little thought bubble of, you know, going to propose. And then she died right as I got to the door. <laughs> and she, oh I, my God. I got the most heart wrenching like call that like as soon as it happened. And I was like, Oh my God. And she's like, are you going to, you're going to propose to me before I die. Right. I'm like, oh, I was like, of course I am. Of course I am. You know? <laughs> so, you know, uh, Sims will always hold a special place for me and her as far as that one story goes. Yeah. But, you know, luckily for me, you know, Maria is a gamer. She is she is uh, very, very big into games and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So do you play the same kind of games, though? No. Yeah. No. So talk about that a little um, bit. So uh, she, she loves, you know, more role-playing kind of games like Dragon Age. Uh, she's very, very yeah. big into that kind of stuff, uh, which I love. I, that's great because that's one of those games I can literally sit back for the most part and watch her play uh-huh. until she gets to that point where she's just, just grinding and, like, just harvesting things and I kind of fall asleep a little bit yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love the fact that she's into that kind of kind of thing here um, I you know I did teach her a little bit more on shooters because she was you know not a, not wanting to jump into like Red Dead or any of those kind of games because she's like I don't know how to shoot on those games there uh, but now she did and she loves them she's excited for Red Dead 2 which mm-hmm. she's very excited but there is one thing and Maria I love you but she never finishes games oh. ever like she goes, yeah, she goes for those perfect runs. She's one of those those perfect run players. And if one thing messes up, even if she's ninety hours deep into a game, she will go back and she will maybe start all the way over again. No. Yes, I think in the entire seven years I've been with her, I have never seen her finish one game. She's come close. Yeah, but never finished one game. Multiple oh, man. saves, man. Just do multiple I know. saves. She has literally on Fallout ninety five thousand saves. Yeah, but she's never finished the game. I don't know. I it's can't, a hard game to finish, though. It is. I can't do multiple saves. Really? Uh, yeah. You just save over? I save over. In today's and, game and age, though, I mean, you, I, I don't think you have that. Maybe one saves. or two, and then, look, like, cause, just because I like my my choices to mean something, and I don't like to You don't want to deviate. Go, go back, right? Right. You know, and if you're going to deviate, you might as well start over right, and play right. a different style. And then, like, with RPGs, right, like, for me, like, if, if you make headway uh, for about three hours... It's hard for me to go back yeah. and replay those three hours because I'm gonna to want to try to redo, make it do the exact same choices and everything <laughs> like that, and and that's taxing. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually the quick save that automatically happens, and then one manual save, and that's it. And then I'll overwrite the manual save. I say like 17 files because with bugs and glitches now, uh-huh. I've been burned so badly by file corruption or yeah. something else that is automatically kicking me back so far so like mm-hmm. i have a laundry list of just nothing but save files every like five minutes and i wish i'd done that because i've done multiple saves save files in breath of the wild and it saved my life i didn't do that in metal gear phantom yeah. pain and there is a glitch and i think this happened to other people too but then um and this isn't going to be spoiling anything right like when it's not long from? enough okay spoiler <laughs> alert for a game that's been out since 2015 <laughs> like Mario Brothers, you're saving Princess Peach at the very end. It's yeah. been out for a long time. I get it. it. Okay, so um, as you're building up your, your new base, you find the room and you find Paz from Peace Walker, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she, Paz played a very important part in the Ground Zeroes. Uh, she blew up, but she didn't blow up. She's right here, right? Sure. So you see her and she's inside this little hospital room. Um, and then you go into the room. And then when you try to leave, it'll fade to black loading screen. And then it gets stuck oh. every time. So, and then, and then when I reset the game, I am stuck in the room 
because because of the auto that's save game breaking glitches right. oh my and God. then so i had to restart and i that's a game i haven't beat yet i never finished because of that it, it game hurts your soul. it scars you emotionally yeah and then i tried to restart and and and, and, and play again but i just uh there's so many things that come out and game breaking glitches is like the analogy of me when you like you know burn your hand on something you're like Ooh, and you're terrified of picking something up like that yeah. it's the same thing you don't want to do it because you don't want to go through the heartbreak and the angst right of doing it. i don't know what your worst what is your worst tina your worst game breaker that you maybe have ever come across um i don't know that i had an experience with a broken game but this kind of ties into um a little bit of me talking about my gaming versus my significant others gaming. So um, my husband, Ryan, he also plays games, um, but he plays different kinds of games than I do. So we have different gaming styles. Um, we first started with, um, I think it was the original Xbox. And I yeah. had, we, I have, we have two boys and they were toddlers at the time. And they wanted to play the games, but they weren't, you know, obviously old enough to really get the gameplay. Um, so I would play for them. And this was a time period where, like, I used to play PC games when I was in high school. And then I went to college, became a mom, had kids. There was a good time period where I wasn't gaming. So this, for me, was, like, my first foray back into games. Um, so I we had Halo, the first Halo, Xbox. We, we'd switched from, like, PlayStation to Xbox because of this Halo game. Right. Ryan was super excited about it. I was like, okay, I'll just play for the kids. 30-plus hours later, I'm like, so I can't stop playing the game. And then my oldest son, Drew, at the time, he was maybe five, completely and utterly erased my game <laughs> save file. So, like, it was... You know that wave of fear you get, like, mm -hmm. right before a car accident? You see it's coming. You know it's going to happen. Like, I was devastated that all of that time I'd spent on this game was just gone. Completely gone. Yeah. It was horrifying. It's the worst. That, so that is probably the worst game. It's not really game-breaking, but that was, no, like... No, that's, that's, that's emotionally that was, scarring. It was emotionally scarring. Emotionally scarring. Yeah. I'm surprised you still love your son. I do. I do still love him. But yeah, I was like, oh my God. But you know what? After that, then I, then I was like, okay, uh, I need my own gamer tag now. And I need my own Xbox because nobody's going to touch it. Nobody's going to race my own games or things like that. So, yeah. You know, this is an audio podcast, so the audience can't see it. But when you're talking about that story, Tina, yeah. Yeah. her eyes oh, widen and you could see like, it's this so is a true hard. story. <laughs> Like her eyes were just were just dead to the world because as she was recounting, kind of like um, you know the way that um, a war vet will talk about the war. That's what that's what Tina's eyes were doing through that whole story. Yeah, I was having flashbacks of that. Oh, I feel God. you. That happened to me too. Whereas, like, <clears throat> I had a friend erase a game save, and it was on accident because I had bought WWE. Here comes the pain, the best wrestling game ever to mm -hmm. ever come out has Brock Lesnar on the cover. If you need a reference <laughs> on which one to get. Um, uh, and it had this great story mode and I was telling him how much I loved it. And, you know, Oh, I brought uh, my main guys, the rock. And then I made the nation of domination again and all that stuff. You got to come over here and play it. So he brings his memory card because he wants to, and this is what he would do because I worked at GameStop at the time. He would bring his memory card over play the games and then so that way that's how we had different games game save right. files save his game to his memory card so he puts his in 
and he tried to copy mine, but something happened where it just overwrote, oh, like yeah. it overwrote mine and put over his. So when I tried to show him my stuff, it had all of his stuff on it. So oh. it had his lame ass creative character and everything like that, and like two percent <laughs> of the story mode. Yeah. And he just looks at me and he kind of goes. Sorry. Sorry. No. Yeah. And that's and was, when you ended the friendship, right? That's when you just like, <laughs> well, get out. But I've never, like, I, it's so hard for me to play, pick up the game and play again. So that was, like, the best wrestling game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was, like, the most turbulent, violent death that <laughs> it could have. Oh, yeah. Because I never, I can't play it anymore. The, the worst breakdown I ever had was with Pokemon Blue back on the original Game Boy. My very first Game Boy, very first game that I ever really had and played through. 110 hours I had on that game. All 151 Pokemon. I had a level just 100 monsters just roaming around in that game. And then uh, my sister's boyfriend comes over, ex boyfriend now. She didn't break up with him over this, but I'm, I'm glad she did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he decided to start a new file. And it says on there very clearly this will erase all data. Are you sure you want to continue? And he still, the dick, pressed yes. Uh, no. Oh, I was. Because he didn't read it, I bet. I don't know if he did or not. He just was pushing buttons. You just say yes or no. You just yeah, want to yeah, play yeah, the yeah. game. Right. Still. I'm not trying to defend Still, him. Don't defend no, him. Yeah. I'm not. Defend I'm just saying. That's probably what he did. I'm, I'm glad that my sister ripped his heart out. And <laughs> that's why we need people to read in this yeah. country. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. So I, I wanted to say a little bit more, too. Um, the different gameplay between Ryan and I, he, um, he did not like to play these big open world games like Skyrim or Fallout, he absolutely hates that. He doesn't have the patience for that. He doesn't get a lot of time because he works long days as well. So when he wants to sit down to a game, he wants to have the action or he wants to have the good story right away action. So the Halo type gameplay is kind of his thing. Like uh, that's what he really enjoys. But I, we started to play, um, video games together when Destiny came out Mm -hmm. because it has that immediate action um, co-op-y feel without having to sit next to somebody on the couch. You know, we could just do it with our two PlayStations in the house. Um, And still it would, there's, there's no like super exploring or having to just deal with walking for hours because you don't have a save or a fast travel or things like that. So that has been, Fun. And we tend to now, when we buy new games, if it has that co-op or that multiplayer-like campaign gameplay that we yeah. can both play, mm-hmm. we'll do that. That's nice. Just so that we can have something that we can play together. Right. I personally love that open world exploring. I'll yeah. spend hours and hours and hours on a game, and he's like, fuck that. That's <laughs> no, no, okay. No. no, okay. Well, I mean, like, going back into this, you know, we're talking about, luckily, you know, we found... Are, are significant others and you know they are either supporting of our gaming habits or yeah. they play with us and those kind of things but you know one of the big things for me is back in the day when i was before i met maria you know when did you how do you go about introducing somebody who might not be into it i mean i always struggled with that back in the day mm-hmm. i know it was one of our topics today is uh you know not that i dated that much i wasn't very you know ladies man back in the day but when I brought over, I remember one one girl that I brought over. I forget what her name is. I do apologize, but it's probably better <laughs> that I don't say names right. on here. <clears throat> but I brought her over, and it was probably our third date, which may have been too soon to schedule to like, kind of gaming, gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah, especially you know, twelve to thirteen years ago when gaming wasn't as prevalent. You know, now gaming is very very mainstream kind of culture, nerd mm-hmm. pop culture kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of cool to be it's a gamer, cool. right? It is. Yeah. It's cool to be a nerd, guys. Yeah, it is. It really is. 
you know. But back in the day, I don't know, it didn't go very well. And I felt that was the turning point for me because I was like, what do you want? She's like, what do you want to do tonight? I was like, oh, well, you know, I was going to order some food and then you, we've got, you know, freaking Halo. It's pretty awesome. You can play it. And she's like, oh. Oh. Okay. Well, this was before Netflix and chill for the record. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant at first. I had no idea what that meant with Netflix and chill. Yeah. Like, I'm not hip to that kind of thing. So Maria, like, she's like, oh, so we can Netflix and chill. And she didn't know either. She just yeah. heard things. Oh, Netflix, she's like, you want Netflix and chill? I'm like, sure. And so we were literally watching Netflix and chilling. <laughs> that's okay, too, and guys. It's okay. Yeah. But Wait, before, okay. isn't that what it means? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. But before Netflix and chill, there was hang em high and land parties, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I made out with a girl at a land party once. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe the only time in land party history that may have happened. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> my teammates were really upset with me because I stopped moving. My character stopped moving on Halo. <laughs> yeah. And I was just standing there and I was absorbing deaths oh, <laughs> repeatedly. Or turning around in a circle <laughs> in the air. That's always I remember my buddy Marcus, we were at his house. He opened the door really hard. Mm-hmm. I heard it open. He's like, he's like, Jason. And he stopped. He's like, oh shit. And he just closed the door real quick and then left. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, degenerates. I know. You guys are bringing this podcast down a dirty hole. It seemed like Tina wanted to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay. yeah. um, I was just going to say, well, what kind of advice? Quickly, and then we're going to clean it back up. Do you guys have for the listeners on introducing your geek passions to uh, their significant others? Tina cleaned it up for me because I was going to bring it back to that. That's why we brought so, Tina back. Yeah. That's, that's why, why that's why Tina's here, guys. Yeah. There we yeah. go. So we yeah. are. I go down in deep, dark, dirty holes too. So. Ah, wow. <laughs> wow. She just brought it way anyway, back down. Anyway. Way back down. So but... we're recording uh, in my studio. <laughs> if, if, if you guys don't know, I used to do toy reviews on YouTube, Pomeroy TV. Um, is where you can find it. And, like, you know, there's still, like, remnants of, of all that to add the white sheet up. And I hate my toy reviews. Uh, I'm going to redo them. So eventually I'll do them again, right? But uh, inside this room, there are just so many toys. I still have, like, toys in boxes. Um, and not, like, mint in card. I mean, like, there are, like, packages of toys. Like, like that has to be at least 15, 20, 25 toys inside that, inside that box. That I haven't even touched or opened up or anything. Um, but this kind of started um, at, when I was a kid. I used to buy toys. Obviously, you're a kid. And some DB over at KB Toy Stores, you know DB stands for? I know what for? DB stands for. Douchebag. Because I buy this Robocop toy, right? I don't think Tina knew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. So I got I, it now, though. So, like, Robocop, right? Yeah. And Robocop 3, mm-hmm. and it was cool. Like, like Robocop 3 is a terrible movie, everybody. Yes. But Robocop had a jetpack, which, you know, a third grade Lonnie thought was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> a robot, a cop, a jetpack, all three of them. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... These toys are going out of, you know, like they're like they're drastically cut in price. They're trying to get rid of them, right? So I buy them with my own money, and my mom shows up at the cash register because normally she wouldn't do that. She would just, you know, send me off and buy my toys, and I'd meet up with her at the food court or something like that. But she <laughs> caught up with me, and then the guy told my mom, "These are going to be a collectible someday. You know, they're two fifty now, but they're going to be worth something in the future." My mom said, okay. So on the way home, you know, that's usually when I'd open up my toys and all that. Right. My mom's like, don't open those. Those are going to be 
uh, collectible someday. Now, how do you tell a third grader to not open up a toy that he bought with his own money? My mom did that. That was the worst punishment ever. And I didn't do anything wrong. No. But um, apparently, like, this kind of started the collecting phase because now my mom and my dad would collect toys. Um, and uh, I just found in my mom's garage, like, some of the old toys that she had. And you remember, like, the movie Stargate? Yes. Like the first movie, first movie Stargate. Yep. She has all of the action figures in, in, from Stargate. And I remember that. And she had them like lined up along the wall and like they were pinned up. She has, and again, it's funny because it's RoboCop, but she has like a 13-inch like RoboCop with sound effects. The, the the helmet comes off, the chest plate comes off, and there's all these like sound effects. That's so you know awesome. I mean? what, what was, uh, what, what's a RoboCop sound bite? Do you remember? I, I don't even know. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. I think that's one of them. Is that them. one of them? One of them, yeah. I don't know. I remember I, I, the new RoboCop came out and it erased my memory of all RoboCop. Yeah, it's probably good. I was not a fan of it. There was like three made-for-TV movies of RoboCop also, which I also enjoyed. I just remember the first RoboCop being very, very violent, mm -hmm. like much more so than you would expect Yeah, from that kind of thing. Like, yeah. It was, it was pretty graphic. But um, – she also had a couple of like Barbie collectibles and stuff like that. They're all they're they're inside my garage now. I was gonna bring them up and usually I do like toy haul videos on my YouTube channel, Pomeroy TV. Um, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get back to it. I'm gonna do it eventually. All right. Um, so that was a long time ago, uh, but I just forgot how fun toys are. Mm -hmm. So unless they're in a box you can't play with. So last year, right? <laughs> last year Comic Con. Mm -hmm. Do you remember I was looking for? a collectible a toy to get or, or you know an action figure uh and i didn't get any but then like it kind of like had the seat and ash was like you know if you want one i'll get one for you like it's no big deal and then i'm like man like ashley's okay with this like, she's okay with this grown man like like getting these action figures so she planted the seed and then like a week later after that Comic-Con, I'm like, hey, like, I think I'm going to go online and go buy that one, you know, because it was like a Play Arts Kai Spider-Man. It was like $100, but on Amazon, it was like 60 So I'm like, I think I'm going to get it. Like, I didn't want to buy it at 100 I'll buy it at 60 She opened Pandora's box. She, she did. Let, she, just let, she, she, did. Let, she did not know what was about to befall her. Right. And why you have no chairs because you spend it all on toys. <laughs> now, there are some good deals in here. I have gotten some steals in here. So littered across my floor, everybody, are bargains, okay? So <laughs> I feel like I didn't spend a lot of money on these toys, but I probably did, especially the imports. But, yeah, like she started it, and I don't want to say she started it, but she basically said it was okay. She gave me the okay to kind of – She fueled the fire. Fueled the fire, yeah, fueled right. The fire, absolutely. So then um, – yeah, then now look at this. So I have all of these figures and, and everything up here, and it's it's great. I, I really like it. I used to, like, it was like a crazy, like, wildfire. I used to get all kinds of collectibles, all kinds of toys. But now I kind of narrowed it down. So you'll see, like, my Play Arts Kais, um, my Figmas. I like my imports. I don't have any SH figure arts, but um, I like those. And then my Power Ranger collection uh, is pretty dope. Um, See, that's what I love about today's age right now. You know, collectibles and these kind of things have gotten just so big. Yeah. Like everyone does them now, and now they're releasing toys that are kind of ruining things. This is one of our topics we're getting into here a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. For me, you know, for those of you who are younger and are thinking, like, oh, how do I get a, a girl in this kind of stuff? This is a good gateway into that kind of realm. You know, mm -hmm. for me, you know, pop figures are one of the huge things. I don't know how many pops I have. I probably have over, I think, 90. Now, oh my gosh. yeah, 
I have just massive, and Maria collects those too. And again, luckily that she is a gamer, but you know, it's a gateway into this world because there's so many different ones on there. Yeah. And but even those ones, they release the characters well before some of like the the new series that are coming out, or they're releasing before some of the new movies. And you know, it's it's just a massive industry now as far as what's going on. It really is, mm-hmm. which is very very exciting. I love that kind of stuff. And I think it's because our generation has grown up into that now, and that's mm-hmm. the stuff that we grew up with. And now we're we're into that kind of thing. So now the industry is kind of focusing on that as far right. as what we're yeah. doing. So I know it's it's an exciting time for me. Um, I don't have as many figures. I'm not sitting in a sea of uh, you know toys like Lonnie is, but I, I have a fair share of myself. Collectibles. Let's, Collectibles. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. They're not toys. They're action figures. That's true. That's <laughs> true. They're not dolls. They're, they're not dolls. Figures. They're action figures. I have pop figures, but I have less than ten. I think less than ten. Yeah. I think I have two. Like you, officially, you gave me one, Lonnie. You gave me one of my pop figures. I think it was um, Tina from Pop's. That's right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah, yeah. So you cosplayed as her, right? I yeah. have cosplayed yeah, as right. And I did Bob's burger. And you did Bob and Ashley was right. Yeah. So um, another way to try to get like Ashley into like collectibles and stuff like that. She's a big Golden Girls fan. And then they came out with Golden Girls Girl pop Girls figures. Pop. Yes. So then for her birthday or it was some sort of like anniversary type thing. Uh, I bought them for her. Uh, and I, she thought they were cool. She's like. I probably wouldn't have bought those on my own. Yeah. But in her classroom, she's a teacher. She has them uh, in her on her desk or on her cabinet or whatever. She has the whole uh, the whole game because I bought the whole game. I saw them at her. My parents are the same way. They don't have any toys. No, they're not into that kind of stuff. They're a little bit you know more old school traditional kind of people here. We're not wrong with that. But they actually have the entire Friends cast of Pops. So across that's cool. The, See, like, so that's awesome. cool. See, that's cool. And then collectible awesome. stuff. I guess that's a great way to kind of. It is. You know, like Pops really did a lot for like collectible oh my God. collectors and stuff like that because oh my God. there's so many Pops. Um, so many Pops. Yeah. And, and there's one for everything. Like, like it blew my mind like when I found out that there was some about the Golden Girls, yeah. you know, and I'm like, okay. And that's what I would never have thought somebody would. And have, it makes sense. Yeah. Somebody at Funkos would be like, you know what? We can make some Golden Girl ones. They, right. I'm waiting for a Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. Come awesome. on, Angela Lansbury. That'd be awesome. I would buy that one. Yeah, I would, I would buy, buy that one. That'd be pretty sick. Especially like a bloody that. dagger in her hand. And, and then just need Matlock. Matlock. <laughs> the, the late night murder mystery piece. What was, it? what was the other one that had the, the trench coat guy? What was his? Unsolved Mysteries? No, he the... Um, Dick Tracy? No. Columbo? Yes. Columbo. Ah, Columbo. 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 Yeah. Columbo. My, pop, my pop culture knowledge is just coming into view right here. All head. right. So mm-hmm. I am not a, as much of a toy or action figure person, but you guys wanted to talk about the new ones from Marvel. Right. Do Absolutely. it. So Go for it. Everyone who's seen the Avengers Infinity War, I don't know who hasn't. It's the fastest movie to a billion dollars right. worldwide. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, but uh, hold on, real quick. Oh, minor spoilers, by the way. Minor spoilers. Minor spoilers. Minor spoilers. <laughs> but we okay. really didn't do the spoiling though, because the toys did the spoiling. Toys did the, the spoiling. You know, Lego. Um, you know, um, I forget what the uh, it's Leg- Marvel Legends, right? Marvel Legends. Yeah. Lonnie knows more about the toys than I do here. But they release these figures months in advance, sometimes of the actual movie, <clears throat> and they show the characters with all their stuff, you know. Uh, Lonnie brought up a great example of, you know, for the new Spider-Man, they released the Iron Spider figure with all of the attachments on him that would be seen in the movie. And, you know, anyone who follows the Avengers, 
Um, Disney does a very, very good job of editing their early release trailers so that they don't show anything. Real quick, let me be clear. So, like, it wasn't like Marvel Legends who who showed the uh, the Iron Spider legs. It was SH figure. That's right. So, so I'm pulling it up now. um, So then I could show Tina and I could show Jason, but then. but see, there's one right here. So like Diamond Select Toys, um, BigBadToyStore.com, they have uh, like a placeholder picture for the Iron Spider. And then uh, you can see the Iron Spider legs there. Now inside the trailer, inside the movie or anything yeah, like that, you don't really see that. But then you can see it here. And then with the SH Figure Arts Spider-Man, I'm getting text message. I don't know how to shut that off. Apologize, guys. <laughs> So then, you know, you get your, uh, you got some nice little poses here and stuff like that on the website. And then. Oh, yeah. There's a picture with the extra legs. Yeah. And then now you can see the uh, the Iron Spider legs, which if you're a comic book fan and you know about the Iron Spider from the comic books, you're kind of expecting that. But what I thought they were doing here was because uh, do you read Spider-Man now? I do. So Spider-Man owns his own corporation yes. and he's like a Tony Stark. Yes. And he has his. I apologize, everybody. Um, so she, so he has a uh, inside the comics. He has his own spider suit, which is a tech suit, um, but it's made in a Spider-Man kind of way. And, and there's no Iron Spider legs for that one. So when I saw the Iron Spider in the movie, I thought that it was closer to the new Amazing Spider-Man tech armor because the green glowing eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's what, that's the thing that Spider-Man has inside the comic books. So then when these popped out, um, I guess I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's called the Iron Spider. Tony Stark gave it to him. So I guess it's not a spoiler, but then how cool would that have been just to be watching the watching movie? Watching to see it. And then, and, then, and then those pop out and then you're like, oh, cool. Like, and you knew it was going to happen, but then uh, it got spoiled. It did get spoiled. But I mean, I mean, from a, from a business standpoint, you know, I completely get why Marvel does this and why they put things out earlier so they can get people on social media to start going, oh, did you see this? Oh, my God. And they start people getting people conversating about it and talking mm-hmm. about it. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know, Tina. Or just making money. Or I mean, making they're, money. Yeah. they're making money. So mm-hmm. this is a huge franchise for them. But they were so secretive about everything about this Avengers movie, Especially right? this movie, yes. So, so then now going back to like the Marvel Legends, you know, I mean, they come out with their like build-a-figure waves and stuff like that. Um, so you buy a figure and it comes with a piece that if you buy the whole set, you can create a whole nother action figure. Oh. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, but then they have the Black Order there. And if you watch the movie, the Black Order is with Thanos, and that's also kind of like a gimme. But then... Um, you know what they're going to look like necessarily. You right. don't know what kind of things they're going to be wielding. So does it, I mean, is it, is it ruin the kind of surprise of the, of going to the theater and seeing it for the first time? Right. Uh. I would say maybe only for those people who are collectors. But that's who's buying it though. though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the people who are buying it. That's us, Tina. Exactly. Well, I'm not a collector, so I don't know that I, that would have an impact on me though. No. No. Mm. See, I don't know. That's it. But again, I, I, I believe that, you know, Disney and the Goliath and all the stuff that they're doing with this, everything's planned out. I mean, there's nothing that really kind of happens by accident. So I personally believe that they're purposely dropping little spoilers to get people either excited or talking mm-hmm. about it yeah, and building that. that kind of social reaction to I it before even the hype. Because I mean, the hype train on this was absolutely massive. My goodness. Right. You know, me and Lonnie are, are very, very big into the movies and stuff like that. We've done some acting and everything in there. Nothing that you would have seen, of course. But obviously not. Obviously not. Obviously not. Not. It's not our fault either. We're very talented and handsome individuals. <laughs> um, but 
you know, we follow that kind of stuff very, very closely, and we're very, very into it. And I've never seen, you know, a, a release. Not even Star Wars when it came out. I don't think was as big as this. You know, I, that's just my that's true opinion. Yeah, you know, and again, ten years in the making. Like, like this is like the culmination of. Yeah. 10 years of Marvel making movies. Mm-hmm. Like they made the first movie 10 years ago yeah. because they wanted to make this movie, you know, <clears throat> and the only way to do it right is to tell everybody's story yeah. um, over the span of a certain amount of time, 10 years. Uh, and they told that story so well. Yeah. So I think that's why there's just so much weight uh, <laughs> felt with just going to see the movie. Um, and, you know, like I was, I was an adult when the first, Iron Man came out, uh, and that was the start of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there are people who, like, they were children when when it came out. Tom Holland was a child when it came out. Right? Yeah, and, and Spider Man so, was a child. So then, like, like this is the only kind of movie they know. Yeah, you know, and I think uh, you know they talk about superhero fatigue or whatever, like superhero movie fatigue, and I feel like those people might have that fatigue because that's all they know. Right. But then. We know, you know, there's good Spider-Mans. Spider-Man 2 is probably the best superhero movie. Uh, the one with... Um, Arguable. Toby Maguire. Arguable on that one. But it did a lot. It did a lot. And then there's also, like, Spider-Man 3, which is uh, something that we'd like to sweep under the rug. Yeah, we don't talk about. But, you know, and then there's uh, Batman, the 1989 with Michael Keaton. There's <laughs> Batman Forever. Right. With well, who was it? George Clooney was George Clooney. Was George Clooney I that one? I think we could have a whole podcast on South how many Kilmer. You know, it's just one yeah. of them. I mean, my God. I mean, and the hype for that one was big too. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze. That's awesome. But all the ice mm-hmm. puns. Those are the best. Right. And I guess what I'm trying to say that superhero movies is something that we've always enjoyed, mm-hmm. but it's always been a gamble until like now. Superhero movies are very good because yeah, there's so much more money. Yeah, yeah they're and, consistently mm-hmm. good. Even like the worst superhero movie now. Is leaps and bounds better than? Oh, absolutely. The ones that came out before. I, I hope the superhero movies start getting some recognition as far as what they do, as far as you know, Academy Awards things like that. Because I mean, they're absolutely phenomenal things, mm-hmm. and I know they don't get usually that kind of recognition, but absolutely, I think they definitely deserve that kind of accolade from the things they're doing. They're changing cultures. I mean, for those of you again, this kind of ties into a little bit of our topic here. But those youngsters who are coming up here, you have a leg up on what you know me and Lonnie and everyone else had growing up here as far as introducing a significant other to a nerddom or a kind of pop culture stuff. Maria, you know, the, the she was never a big Marvel fan or a big superhero fan. Yeah. She is now because of the MCU and what they've done. You know, mm-hmm. she goes to see the releases with me now. And stuff yeah. Like but, you know, before 10 years ago, she said, I didn't even know who Thor was. I didn't know any of these things here. Now she's interested in Captain Marvel. Who's Captain Marvel? Yeah. And, you know, she's, I was, Pretending like I was on a phone going through things. You can't see that. I feel silly now. Mm-hmm. Jason can't go through things on his phone either because he doesn't have a smartphone. No, no, I don't. It's become a, <laughs> it's become, my, my phone still flips and it's become a point of spite and challenge now where everyone's like, oh, you need a smartphone. You need to upgrade. Why can't you? How are you functioning? How do you live? How do you find places on maps? Mm-hmm. On our next tech episode, we'll find a good <laughs> phone for Jason. <laughs> But I mean, that's, it becomes a point. My, my CEO. No, he's going to refuse yeah. at this point. Exactly. My CEO came down to me at my, at my job. He's like, he's like, Jason, you need to get a new phone. I'm like, challenge accepted. Yeah. Because I have not missed a call. I've never missed a conference. I've never missed anything from any of the stuff that we've been doing here. Mm-hmm. And it's all been through this here. I just think it's funny that, you know, like Googling something or like, like this, like, what is this? What is this? Miming, pantomiming, like texting on a phone is so innate that like, 
Jason does it. I do. But Jason <laughs> do. doesn't have a smartphone. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't. Um, but my again, I, I'm so resistant to it now. It's a point of contention for me where I have to say, you know what? Every time I hear someone say, you don't have a smartphone, I'm like, mm-hmm, I don't. And I'm not going to get one ever until they finally kick me off this thing. Oh, your CEO might be challenge accepted. He's got challenge accepted. I, I, I've been <laughs> resistant to it. I've been resistant to it the entire time. It has never once impeded my work. Even at GameStop, uh, Jordan actually gave me a iPhone that I never Oh my god. He, he, he told me to ask you about it, but I forgot, so I'm glad you brought it up. I used it, I, I did use it in, in the store because I hooked up to our Wi Fi because he's like, Jason, you're going to need it for emails and you're going to be in the store. I'm going to need you to do this. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I used it for, as it was a glorified iPod for me, and I used it for emails. Never once missed a thing. Still good, still golden. Wow. 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 Yeah, well, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, no more words. How do we segue into something else after that? I'm not sure. Uh, it's mind blown. Mind blown. The fact that mic I'm, drop. We're done. I'm Sorry, tech, guys. I'm in the tech industry. I've always been around games and new stuff that's coming out and everything like that. Um, and I just, I don't know. I've just been so resistant to it because people it just. It's a point of contention for me now. It's a point out of spite. I'm just gonna not do it. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a short break. We're gonna gather our bearings. We're gonna weep for Jason. Don't wait for me. Uh, wait for me. And then we're going to come back. Okay? When the world ends and my phone is the only one that still receives any kind of signal, mm -hmm. I'll be the one laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and on that note. Anyway, so then there have been um, a lot of uh, uh, voice messages through the Anchor app for the Pogi Hangouts uh, and the exclusioning episodes. Uh, we'll show you, we'll play you a couple of those uh, right now. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the work-life game balance. Yes. Absolutely. All right. That was awesome, you guys. Uh, I don't have maybe as many toys, but I do have some. I would love to talk about that with everybody. You guys are doing a great job. I can't, I'm so excited to be a part of this. Yo, what's going on? Uh, Tina, Lonnie Ray, uh, just give me a little feedback from yesterday. Um, I like the way how when you reference some games, Tina, it reminds me of a single woman dating men. Like, you know, Lonnie had said something about, so are you just playing God of War? It's like, well, uh, currently I'm in between two or three games or something like that. And that, that was funny to me. Uh, also, you know, for something signing off, I'd like to hear some of that French you got or that southern that southern girl dialect you got. You know, that'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? And the way Lonnie uh, was talking about, you know, he started a game at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and then before he knows it's 6 p.m., I totally can relate. I'm in my basketball shorts playing Resident Evil, drinking cold red Mike Mountain Dew and eating Doritos all day. So, you know what I'm saying? Definitely can relate. Uh, all in all, I liked it, though. Keep it going. And we're back. All right. So then uh, we had Tina talking about the first podcast. Well, about the that was the one with Jordan. My call-in was about your your chat with Jordan. With Jordan, uh, and then I had my cousin Matt call in and talk about <laughs> our, our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, I didn't call in because my phone doesn't make calls. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. it makes calls, but it just doesn't do barely, anything else. Barely makes calls. <laughs> barely makes calls. Right. Um, 
All right, so back back at it. We're going to talk about that work-life game balance, yes, right? Absolutely. Uh, I'm a very busy man. Uh, when I'm not doing my YouTube videos, uh, Pomeroy TV. Um, it's the third or fourth plug he's going to do. He gets like $5 You think this was himself. his podcast yeah. or something. something if you lines. don't, if you can't love yourself, who can you <laughs> I'm going to plug something next time we do this. It's going to be <laughs> random, but it's going to happen. I'm trying to work it as many times as I can. Plug it in. <laughs> um... So I'm a, when I'm not doing that, uh, I'm a school teacher, which is a very taxing job. Um, I try to play games. Tina? Uh, yeah, I'm actually a college student. I'm a senior at ASU, and I work close to full-time as well as mom, wife, that whole, that whole thing as well. So. To me, like a mom is the fullest of all the Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I have teenagers now, so it's less of a full-time job. Mm -hmm. It's more like a part-time job where you still see all the full-time people there uh -huh. all the time. Is it just like a chef gig now? Like pretty you're just, much. You're just cooking for them? Cooking for yeah, them. I live in the same house as everybody else. That's mm -hmm. pretty much it. I got you. They come in. I don't actually cook that much for them anymore, though. That's because I work at night. Uh-huh. Because I can't do school when there's people around because I get the mom, mom, mom. Gotcha. Or honey, honey. Honey, that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. so I'm gotten to the point where I'm like, you guys figure it out. I buy a lot of cereal. There you go. It's easy. Cereal is the best at night too. And me as a teenager. Yeah. Like if I was able, if I was allowed to have cereal, like at eleven o'clock at night, done deal. Uh, Captain Crunch for me, like when I moved out on my own for the first time, like I didn't cook because I couldn't cook. I absolute horrible at it. Cereal is what I lived off of. Cereal and ramen. You know, the there's nothing wrong with ramen. I still, I still cook ramen oh, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. delicious. Make my own creation. Do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Jason, what do you do? Because oh, you're a very yeah, busy. So man. you know, I'm very busy. Um, you know, I I do have a family and stuff like that. I don't see my kid that much. We sent her off into the wilderness with a knife and you know. A she stick, comes back. She with, comes back with the food. Exactly. Exactly. She fends for herself very, very well. Uh, but I do work, you know, quite a bit. Um, and I, you know, oddly enough, you know, I've always worked in the gaming industry. But I'm always behind on games. That's just I don't know how that happens, but it does. Mm -hmm. um, but doing that, and then I've also done acting and you know um, things like that on the side. So very very hard to find that right balance. Right. You know. So what do you do? Like how do you do it? Now, uh, would anybody in this room say that they um, have a decent balance of gaming with what they with their everyday lives? Depends on the month. I I used to before I started college, mm -hmm. and then I um, and I, I tried to maintain that same balance of and, and again because I still worked at night mostly I would I got to game during the day when nobody was around and nobody interrupting me. Right. So when school came in, um, and I tried to also game, I was I realized very quickly that that super mega inhibited my homework schedule. Right. So, so get rid of um, school. Just get rid of school. Yeah, sure. Just get rid of school. So each year, the classes, of course, get harder and harder, and there's more requirements. So mm -hmm. for me, this last year, probably, yeah, the last 12 months, it's turned into um, incentive. Like, I don't play unless I'm done mm -hmm. with my homework. I got you. Right. Um, or, reward. right, Absolutely. a reward. So, like, I I might have things due on a Tuesday night, and then the rest of things are due on Saturday. So, if I'm done on Tuesday night with the things that were due that night, then I can play. Yeah. Um, but then I won't be able to play again until maybe Sunday. If I, It depends on if how much work I got done, how much homework I got done. So, 
that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. This I'm on a break right now. It was 16 day break between the the spring schedule and the summer schedule, and I have played. I've pretty much been stuck to my PlayStation. Nice, good. Or Xbox, one of the two. Yeah. If I'm not you, working or eating or sleeping, I've been gaming. Recently, you were streaming God of War, right? Mm -hmm. On Twitch? Yeah, and the problem with my... I would like to do more streaming, but I only get to do it a lot of times after I work, which is super late, so mm -hmm. nobody's watching. Right. <laughs> there's always somebody watching there's on always, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> on the internet, there's always somebody mm -hmm. watching. So, um, a creepy contest. But that but. was also the night that I had been drinking so i thought it would be funny but it was late enough that nobody nobody uh, and i surprisingly enough i mean i rewarded myself with like a bunch of games i was like okay now you can have some some wine because i don't drink while i'm doing school it just i just don't have time to like enjoy that funness mm -hmm. so i was like i'm gonna game and i'm gonna drink and it's gonna be funny and it's gonna be god of war and i'm gonna suck because i'm gonna be so drunk I did great, actually. I yeah. was like, I was really surprised at how well I did. You're a high-functioning alcoholic, is what you're saying. I surprisingly, <laughs> and I didn't even get hung over the next day. I was like, what's happening to me right now? Real quick, what's your uh, what's your Twitch name? Your Twitch username? So uh, Obsidian Blade Thirty One on Twitch. Obsidian Blade Thirty One, which is also my gamer tag for both Xbox and PlayStation. Dope. Okay. Dope. Obsidian Blade Thirty One, all one word. So 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 then, that playtime that you had and it yeah. sounded like you had a fun time no i had a great time just doesn't happen as much as you'd like it not to. as much as i'd like it to. so so was that enough for you or do you feel like you want more like you want to play games some more i'm definitely going to continue gaming mm -hmm. while i'm not in school yeah um i uh inspired by you and also just because it's been something i've wanted to do for a long time started a personal podcast so i literally spent I don't even know what day today is Thursday, most of Thursday, all of that day working on that. And I did get maybe a half hour of gaming in, yeah. but I was so satisfied with the achievement of doing the, the podcast myself mm -hmm. that that 30 minutes was like, Oh cool. I'll just get to play. And then right. the kids came home from school and then they took over. So I was like, Oh, I was oh. satisfied with that. Gotcha. But, um, plug your podcast real quick. Oh, but, uh, the podcast, um, is called just a shark. And it's available on Anchor FM and other places that they, and I only have one episode, but it's yeah. going to be a weekly thing. So if you publish anywhere, like if you choose publish everywhere or whatever, yeah, it, it goes on like iTunes. And I think you can find like hours on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Radio News. Overcast. Overcast. Mm -hmm. And then um, I also found this on Player FM. So um, yeah, look out for Just a Shark. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Jason, what do you play? How do you play? Well, you know. It's, it's one of those funny things, you know, back in the day, you know, I, I love Tina's analogy, uses it reward. I got rewarded by video games when I was a kid, you know, mm -hmm. that was my time, so it made it very, very special for me. That's where I got that really love of gaming and that it was a special kind of thing. It's kind of the same way now. I'm always kind of behind on games, which really sucks because I'm still in the gaming industry. Mm -hmm. And so I have to maintain that front of, I know all the games and I can tell you exactly what they're about and, you know, why they're so fun. And... You know, we talked about this in the exclusioning. Yeah. <laughs> We're always kind of behind on things. Mm -hmm. But for me, it makes it more special. You know, the balance that I have is, you know, my kid comes home and she wants to play games. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it was my girl. And that's one of the few things, you know, it's a really one of those things you think like, you know, it would be really cool if I had a girlfriend or I had a significant other that was really into gaming. But at the same time, it's kind of bad because you're splitting that time. Right. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of co-op games anymore. There yeah. really isn't, you know. And especially, well, if you have multiple consoles like we do, we can play 
at the same time. But if mm -hmm. you only have one console in exactly. your house, or you're sharing or couch sharing, which is yeah, I just yeah. can't do it or anymore. Or you have one TV that you like to play on, and mm -hmm. all the consoles are in that one TV. Um, that can be kind of a, a problem. Um, but you know. The weekends is where you know we get a chance to really sit back and detox a little bit from the stress of the week and play some games. So I'm currently I just went through and I decided I'm going to beat the Uncharted series. I know I'm way behind the curve on that here. It's a phenomenal game. But you're starting from the beginning. Starting from the beginning. Yeah. But it makes it so much more special for right. me. The fact that I don't have as much time to play yeah. it makes me enjoy and appreciate games even more. And I'm much more specific now on what I pick. I don't just go out there and be like, I'm going to pick all these random games and right. waste my time on them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick the things that I know either from recommendations from friends or things that I'm really, really interested in. I'm going to dedicate my time to that. So that's the kind of balance that I've found because I want my kid to be able to play games. She does very, very well in school. She does all of her stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. She'll be able to come home and play games. Same thing for you know uh, Maria. Um, so it's those compromises mm -hmm. that you make. Do you play games with them to kind of like fill that yes. gameplay for you? Depending on the game, like, you know, we'll try to play like games like Overcooked. If no one's ever played Overcooked, it is by far one of the best couch co-op games you'll ever play. I kid you not. It's, I can picture the logo. What console is it on? It's on all consoles right now oh. that I know of. But yeah. it's, a, it's a little game where uh, you are little chefs in a kitchen making food. And like it's so competitive and it's so absolutely insane because you can mess things up so mm -hmm. bad and so timer. It is one of the best couch co-op games I've ever played, and the whole family can play it, which is great. Something I always look for. But uh, most games I will play with them. Uh, I'll try to pick cinematic games because that'll allow them to be able to be entertained. It's not like you know they're watching nothing happen or grinding in Assassin's Creed or whatever else it is. Right. You know, like Uncharted. That's very very cinematic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can sit back and watch somebody play that mm -hmm. game, which is beautiful. And right. That's what, right. Know, the beauty of the gaming world now is it's so vast. That you can find the right balance. I feel. I feel that there's, if you want it bad enough, you'll figure it out and you'll find that way to play mm -hmm. in that way. But that's my balance right now. I would love to, of course, always gain more. I would love to, but you know, you have responsibilities, you have other things. It's all about that compromise. Yeah. What about you, Lonnie? So uh, I'm a new dad, right? I yeah. have a six-month-old daughter, which uh, <laughs> keeps me up at night. Yeah. And I thought in my head, hey, this if, if I'm going to be up at night. This would be a cool way to play games because I could just, you know, take her and I'm going to I'm gonna watch Baby for tonight and I could play games. Uh, boy, <laughs> how happen. wrong I Doesn't was, happen. right? Um, and then, uh, so eventually what I started to do is uh, I really like YouTube videos, like deep dives on video games and like <clears throat> video game reviews. Um, and instead of like watching someone play, like I can't watch a Let's Play, but I could watch a review. I could watch somebody break down uh, mechanics of a video game, uh, and that's appealing to me, right? Um, so I kind of use that to kind of help fix, the get, game, to, get, fix. to get my fix. Yeah. Um, now Oakland's a little bit old enough to where she can, I can sit her down and she can watch me play. Like she's fascinated by what she sees on, on TV. So I'm playing God of War, uh, and I'm kind of like beside myself because I'm playing such a mature rated yeah. title in front of my daughter. But man, I just want to play God of War. Uh, and when she starts uh, trying to gouge your eyes out, you may want to stop her from watching. She that. does. Like she'll grab my face just like this. And I'm, grabbing, <laughs> I'm grabbing my face, everybody. And then she'll just like dig her nails in. So I'm like, oh, Danny, she got that from Kratos. <laughs> She should go. She should go as a baby crazy. But the cool thing about God of War, though, uh, is it's so colorful and the and, it is. And 
It is. The blood, that the blood and the graphics are very, very But the, from a baby's point of view, like, it's it's going to be captivating. Right. Yeah, and they don't know anything. And then going back to what you're saying, like, there's a certain television you want to play play on. Yeah. I have a PS4 Pro. I play on a 4K HDR television. So, so like, I want that high density. What is what does what high HDR stand for? I just forgot. High definition something. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't I know. I forget what it is, too. Oh, God. Okay. I'll look it up. Something with resolution. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Again, we work in the. I work in the tech. High field. dynamic range had nothing to do with resolution, friends. High dynamic range. Hi, That's this right. Is, this is Pokey Tech Toys and Games, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> where we know our stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but so it has the high dynamic range. I blame so... Tina. She was supposed to fact check that. <laughs> I'm fact checking it right now. Uh, Lonnie is correct. High dynamic range. So anyway, so then that's the TV I want to play on. It's 4K, so it has the higher resolutions. Um, uh, so we can play downstairs, and then she'll just roll around, and then she'll once she catches like the the light off of the controller, that <clears throat> bright blue light, yeah. she'll reach and she'll try to grab the controller from me. Mm -hmm. So uh, it it's cool because I get to play, uh, and I get to like have that experience with my daughter. But I can't wait till she's a little bit older yeah. because I really want to play games with her. So I have yeah. my Switch. And I already have it all planned out, like Mario Kart. We'll play was it Overcooked. Yeah, yeah Overcooked, Overcooked, absolutely. Um, but then for me, like when I want to play games on, on my time, it's so hard because yeah. that TV that I want to play on is the family TV, and I want to with my wife. Uh, she wants to watch television, <laughs> and I have a hard time saying, "Hey, do you want to be like you know? Can I just play video games?" And then like, and then she's inside the room with me, and then I feel like I'm so like sucked into what's happening on the TV that I'm like. Exclusion, <laughs> excluding her. <laughs> the exclusioning is happening. Uh, but then, you know, I don't, want, I don't want her to feel like I'm not with her right, or, or paying attention to her. So I started to do iOS games, the games on my phone, mm. and uh, and I'm looking for something more than the what are the freemiums and the uh, the pay to wins and yeah. the, the, the the match three games. So like the Final, dazzled kind of thing. That's not that's not my deal. Game. I because you know because I'm a gamer, so I want to have I want to get lost in some sort of yeah. world. So like you know, Square Enix is doing a lot where they're putting out like their Final Fantasies. So yeah. I've been playing Final Fantasy. I have Monster Hunter on my phone. Oh. Final Fantasy yeah. 15 Pocket Edition yeah. is what I've been playing right now, and I pay for it. You know, because like you get the first episode for free, but then. You know, you pay for like the rest of the episodes or whatever. Um, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition is basically the full, complete story of Final Fantasy 15, uh, but none of the uh, side missions, yeah. none of the extra stuff, and it's very nice, compact. It has like its its own little like chibi art style that makes it cute and, and nice for a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't want to play that. I wanted to like I have Final Fantasy 15 on my PlayStation and I wanted to play that. I wanted to get sucked into that world, but I have no time. So I've been actually like going to town on Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition and that's been like my video game fix for a while. And I think there's only 10 chapters and that can be, the chapters are pretty short, probably like an hour, hour and a half per chapter. So it's a very condensed version of that, but it still has all of the same uh, voice acting um, and the cutscenes. Are, I really appreciate the cutscenes because it has this chibi, like low res art style. Mm -hmm. So I like to see, you know, the the comparisons of like what it was supposed to look like on the PlayStation, uh, and then on the cute little phone on the on the on the phone. So um, I've been finding other games Something like that. Something that Jason can't do. Some, yeah. I don't need it though. I have my imagination. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, what I love about, you know, where the three of us are at right now is we're at three different stages of that work-life balance. We really are because, you know, Lonnie is a newborn right. and uh, she's going to be developing. He's going to have to find that balance of finding, hey, you know what? A brand new M-rated game came out and my kid is only six years old. I can't play in front of her. My little brothers are much younger than me. I think the youngest one is like 13 years younger yeah. than me. And then, you know, working at a video game store, uh, I was very all about my ESRB ratings. Yep. So I wouldn't let them play <laughs> exactly. like Saints Row 3. Me too. Right. Me too. You me know. too. And my, my kid is at that age right now where I won't let her watch me play. I'll do it. I'll make time. I'll make, uh, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play it when she goes to sleep. And, you know, I'll play with my headset on and I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it right there. And then, you know, Tina, she's at that phase where her kids are now old enough where now she can They're maybe... playing those games. Exactly. She's playing. The, they're playing those games. But I'm also at the stage where they don't play games. They don't want to play games with me. Exactly. Yeah. And Fortnite <laughs> is an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kids have been calling it Fortnite now. Fortnite. I know. I said that today at work and they all look at me like, how did you know that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a gamer. Gosh, how, yeah. how do I not? I know game memes. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. You almost getting a tattoo that says "I know games." Right I know there. games. I know, really. I'm a girl and I game. Get over it. <laughs> um, I would love to play, but they're excluding you. They're excluding me mainly because the exclusioning is real. I it know is. they're excluding mom. Um, one, if they're playing with friends, it's awkward mm-hmm. that your mom plays video games. For somehow, that's awkward. Um, and two. They are, as I said this before last time when you and I were talking, they're much better than I am. Yeah. But it is awkward that when your mom teabags your friend and destroys them, <laughs> that's kind of awkward. It could be yeah. awkward. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I might get kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They just, they're, I, in fact, a l- couple weeks, no, uh, it was last week. Um, they had, Tyler had an open spot on his team on Fortnite. And I was like, I got time. Hey, can I, can I join you? Yeah. And he was like, uh... And then was just dead silence for a minute. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I'll just play something else. That's fine. And then he goes like, it's fine, mom. Like, he was really didn't want didn't me to play. It. But then he goes, I got to ask. So I hear him then ask his friends, hey, guys, my mom wants to play Fortnite. Is that okay? And then I hear him go, yeah, she knows how to play video games. <laughs> so it's just something that they have to explain. But, so. but then you don't want to be playing it because you're like, okay. Well, and what's funny is he has friends that are girls that play games. So he has a girl on on his team, but it's not mom. mom. You're right. 100%. I get that, but I don't know. I just want to play Fortnite. And when you play by yourself, you just die a lot. No, yeah. Yeah. I haven't played Fortnite yet still. No, I I have it on my phone. (laughs) I I tried to play it on my phone, but... You know the touch controls. I think are like they're, they're sketchy from right here. They're the worst they're sketchy from right way here, to play. Yeah. And uh, I have mm-hmm. a, a made for iOS controller mm-hmm. that I would prefer, but it's not updated for that mm-hmm. yet. But I guess I could just play it on the PlayStation. Yeah, I have Fortnite I installed on my Xbox and my PlayStation. I just have not had a chance to jump onto because I've been going through running back through Uncharted. But yeah, I want to get onto it though. But the exclusioning it's happening to moms oh, now. No, happening to moms. Make moms, moms game. game again. <laughs> so one of the other things I run into um, as far as when I want to game, because my time can be limited, especially during school and work and things like that. Literally everybody in my house games. Mm-hmm. We, I, my husband, myself, my two sons, and then we typically always have an exchange son, uh, like a foreign exchange student that lives yeah. with us. Yeah. <clears throat> so there have been many times over the last five years where 
every console is because we have four um two playstations two xbox one xbox ones and a 360 but there was not a game that i wanted to play on the 360 i like it but i wanted to play something else but every console was taken so i couldn't even even though i had time to play I couldn't play because there was no. see, so I, I run see, into that. I just see like in my visual image of like Tina's house, like everyone playing games, and Tina just sitting on the couch. I know, sad. crying all right. sad. So the <laughs> other the other thing that I have had happened is that I'll get a game and I'll start it on one PlayStation, uh-huh. and then somebody else will be playing, and I thought, oh, I'll just go over to the other one. So then I have two gameplays or even consoles. I have Fallout on the PlayStation, and I have Fallout on. An Xbox One. Right. Yep. So it depends on which one's open I can play, which is cool but annoying at the same time. Yeah. It's also annoying for someone like on the other end because I remember when you were explaining the way that you play games mm-hmm. and how you have Destiny on both systems. And because yeah. uh, I play when one's available, I'm like, again, again, to me, that's like the multiple save thing, right? Because if you progress in a, on a yeah. character on your PlayStation, why would you want to play on the Xbox? And I guess on a RPG, like an MMO, I would it would make more sense to have like different mains and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, especially with different friends on each system yeah, and stuff like and all those things. I just when I heard that, I was just like, I can't do that. Well, here's the thing. Uh, here's an example, a positive example. The PlayStation group that we played with um, for Destiny, they were in earlier in the evening, so they were done playing by ten. Um, and this is the first Destiny with Destiny Two. It's again odd topic another topic but um so they were done by 10 so the only time i ever got to play with that group was if i was off work um so they were like level 15 and i was still maybe a level 7 trying to catch up Mm -hmm. but i had a friend group on the xbox one that um would play later right when i would be off of work and stuff so i was a level 30 on the xbox one thanks to this group of friends that i had way before I ever hit the high level on the PlayStation. Again, just because it was who I was playing with and things like that. So positives, negatives, it is what it is. I I try to game as much as I can. I don't know. I find that I don't play with much people online anymore. I'm playing more single player stuff right now. Yeah. Like I purposely will go offline on most of my systems just so I don't get bombarded with requests. Right. That's just a play thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the phase that I'm in right now. Well, with a game like Uncharted, like, you know, it's a quick game. I don't want to say it's a quick game, but you know that you're going to finish it within 10 to 20 hours yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you just want to get through it. And if you're playing through one, two, three, four, you just want to get through it. So yeah. I get that. I get that a lot. Yeah. Uh, also with my work balance, my game balance, I like to play those adventure games. And if I, if, yeah. if the game tells me it's about 10 to 20 hours, I would wrap. I'm more likely to play that game, so I don't get because sucked it, in. Because you finish it quicker, right? It's just the whole entire experience. Yeah, you know. And then I feel like if I do have a short little burst of gameplay, like I'm making headway, mm-hmm. versus if I have like an RPG, like I have Persona Five, which is going to be like a fifty to eighty hour oh, yeah. game. So yeah. I haven't even started that yet because I know that it's going to take forever just for me to make progress, you know. And then you can't really just turn it off and save it like when you want, you know, because there's all those dialogue trees and stuff like that that happens. And it's kind of a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, this is a new segment I just created just right now. You guys ready? So to wrap up the show, we're going to do something called, yeah, quick fire. How'd you know? I don't know. It just came to me. So kids, do you have the questions? I don't. I don't have any questions either, guys. (laughs) That's a good thing. It's a good good segment. Good segment. Good segment. Good segment. Good job, guys. Go team. Go team. (laughs) I'm asking uh, the Pogi community if you guys have any questions uh, that you guys want to quick fire at us. Go ahead and hit us up at 
uh, I guess on our anchor app, that's the best way to hit us up, right? Yeah, I would imagine. Um, do you guys have a Twitter or Instagram that you guys want to plug? Yeah, my phone doesn't do any of that, so can't. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Tina Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, again, my personal podcast, Just a Shark. Just a Shark. And uh, yeah, Twitch and Gamertag Obsidian Blade Thirty One, mm-hmm. all one word. So leave a message on Anchor if you're an Anchor follower. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Pomeroy underscore TV. On Instagram is Pomeroy underscore TV, and of course on YouTube. Pomeroy TV, all one word. Um, So, hey, guys, I had a blast. I hope you guys did also. Absolutely. All right. And then, you know, if you guys like what you heard, give us a like, a thumbs up, or whatever you guys need to do. Uh, We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.